This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Show. We're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Shecky Show. Yeah, this guy's a soda jerk. What? Yeah, yeah, you don't expect much from him. He's just a soda jerk. Who is this guy? No, this guy down at the diner. Yeah, he's a soda jerk. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I said to come by after you know work. You could you know try you know change your oil, fix your car, but don't don't expect too much. You know he's just a soda jerk. What? You know pump boys and dinettes, that kind of stuff. I, you know F- what? You know fifties imagery. Hey, come on by the shop. I'll I'll, I'll change your, sh- your your spark plugs. I'm a soda jerk. Uh, I don't think a soda jerk had anything to do with par- spark plugs. I <laughs> well, know, but you know he works at the diner, but he also is a part time mechanic. Oh, I see. Good well, old American guy. Soda jerk. I, okay. Uh, why? What has made you think of soda <clears throat> jerk today? You know, like baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and soda jerks. That was actually part of the whole slogan, but uh, they left the last part off by accident. And they inserted a, Chevrolet a, instead? It was, was a typo. It was actually supposed to be soda jerk. And they and they, they somehow corrected it to be Chevrolet instead. They did. And then uh-huh. the company went with it right. without paying for it. Oh. And there was a lawsuit. I see. And then, then they had to settle out of court. Hmm. So. Well, that's very exciting news. Like everything, the innocence of America, uh-huh. as uh, symbolized in the soda jerk, yes. is uh, ruined by uh, corporate hell. Okay. A swamp, as we like to call it. We do call it the swamp. We do try to... Uh, where, where I'm from, it's called a swizzy. Okay. Well, we do try to... Up in the nizzy, it's called a swizzy. I see. Well, in this nizzy, we try to stay away from swizzy talk. Uh, okay. Ah, uh, excellent. Uh, so, welcome, 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 everyone. This is episode number 97. Ooh, love that episode. Well, uh, hopefully, eventually, everyone will. Episode number 97 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids... Super terrific podcast featuring your pals, uh, Lenny Dykstra and oh. Mo. I'm gonna be Mo. I don't All know right. who Mo is, but Mo I'm is going Lenny to be Dykstra's Mo. Uh, helper. I see. All right. Well, uh, God bless Mo. Is what Mo I have has to not say. been paid in years. Oh well, I I can understand that. But Mo has a lawsuit that's brewing because Lenny is <clears throat> an immoral person. I don't know that he's immoral as more he just might be insane. Well, let me tell you something. All right. Is well, this true? Is there a person named Mo? Uh, Did you make this up? I am making this up as we speak. Excellent. It could be Mo Gaffney. Would no. you like to be Mo Gaffney? I do not want to be I Mo will Gaffney. inflict you with some truths of Mo Gaffney if you want to be her. I do not want to be uh, Mo You Gaffney. shall not know the truth. Thank, thank God. Thank Other God. people will be stuck with that burden. Excellent. Now, let me yes. tell you something. Uh-huh. What was I saying? Something about Lenny Dykstra. Ah, Lenny Dykstra. 
Now, when I was in California, mm-hmm. I took an Uber one time. You did? I took an Uber. I took an Uber because I was carrying a tuba on my way to Aruba. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And you can fill in the rest. No, but seriously, I was in an Uber. Y- yes. And I'm going through the town. What, what and town? All the, well, that's a good question. I'm going to have to ask you that in a second. Okay. What town was I going through? It was Lenny Dykes' hometown in the western hemisphere of Los Angeles. And the person in the car said to me, Lenny Dykes, he's a real hometown hero. All right. And I thought to myself, isn't he in jail? At the time, I believe he was in jail. Maybe I'm mistaken. It was like somewhere in San Bernardino County, maybe. Let's see. Pomona. Is he from Pomona? Oh, is he from Pomona? I don't know. Something like that. I just remember it being odd how proud of Lenny Dykstra this man was. I didn't dare say anything bad about him. Well, he was a three-time star. uh, Excuse me. He was a three-time all-star. He won a World Series hey. as a part of the Mets. Hey. And, uh, you know, he has had some trouble, like bankruptcy fraud and nails to auto and drug possession. Has been into the rails. He nails into the rails. Um, he was born in Santa Ana, California. All right, see? Now we're talking. Now this is what I'm saying. I took a Uber mm-hmm. from there to... Where I lived, we lived, and Santa Ana is where the John Wayne Airport is. Ah, okay. I flew into the John Wayne Airport. Okay. And I got in this man's car, and he started raving about Lenny Dykstra. Oh, well, but that's sweet. I feel like there might have been another town, though. Am I mistaken? Uh, it just says here that he was born in Santa Ana. Raised in a hell of a shitstorm. Well, all right. Good luck. You know, it is weird that the Wikipedia doesn't really... Go deep into the... No deep dive on the Dykstra? No, it starts right off with the baseball career. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's it doesn't... There's no personal life. He was imported from space. This man was... Clo- <clears throat> he's cloned. Invasion of Lenny Dykstra. Yeah, it, does, it just doesn't say. It just it 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 looks almost like it's avoid say avoiding saying it. A man so. with no past. Yeah, I don't know. Lady it's a little extra. odd. There's, maybe there's something behind that. Interesting. You think it'd be the stuff after baseball they wouldn't talk about? Well, I I would say that in this day and age, uh, depending on what your political beliefs are, uh, if it's something that helps. The other side, um, then they would just focus on the bad. So there you go. I don't know. I really don't know. But uh, well, excellent. That's fine. And don't bother looking up Mo, because that person is clean. I see. And I do. Does is Mo really the name of somebody? Mo. Tur. All right. Anyway, uh, so this is episode number 97. Um, 
If you have missed the 96 other episodes or would like to uh, go through even more of our uh, decades-long descent into nonsense, you can head over to uh, middleagecoolkids.com or just macpodcast.com. They both take you to the same place. Hello. Oh, hello. So, uh, today we are going to talk about Bill and Ted Face the Music. 25 years ago, you played a concert in front of the entire world. One month ago, you played in Barso, California for 40 people, most of whom were there for $2 taco night. Bill and Ted, what have you got to say for yourselves? Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. You were supposed to unite the world and save reality as we know it. Bill, we've spent our whole life trying to write the song that will unite the world. Why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? Whoa! Take it from ourselves. But isn't that stealing? How is that stealing if we're stealing it from ourselves, dude? No way. How'd you like our song? It's a little on the dark side, but you know, that's cool. Wait, I thought it was so bad that we weren't even going to talk about it. I hear typing. Well, they won't hear it because I'm cutting it out. I don't hear typing. Um, I just want to bring it up on Rotten Tomatoes and uh, IMDb. Is there a website that's, that counts the ways they, how many times, how many reasons they shouldn't have done this movie? Please hold. And uh, let's see, Box Office Mojo. 20 reasons don't you shouldn't have made BillandTed2.com. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music is a 2020 American science fiction comedy film Directed by Dean Parisot, or Parasot, I don't know, and written by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. It is the third and final film in the Bill and Ted series. Oh, it's the third one? Yes, and the sequel to Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey from 1991. Oh, when was the first one? The first one... 88... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure from 1989. All right. Anyway, uh, Alex Winter, Keanu Reeves, and William Sadler reprised their roles as Bill, Ted, and the Grim Reaper. While Kristen Schaal, Samara Weaving, Bridget Lundy-Payne, Anthony Kerrigan, Aaron Hayes, 
Jama Mays, Holland <laughs> Taylor, Kid Cudi, and Jillian Bell join the cast. All right. Uh, Kid Cudi. What the one, fuck is that? One second. In the film, Bill and Ted must write a song to unite humanity before time and space are destroyed. Uh, the script was laid out as early as 2010. But a production deal was not confirmed until 2018, and filming started on July 1st, 2019. All right. Now, the expiration date for this movie should have been 1995. Anything after that, and we're getting into a bad territory. Kid Cudi is an American rapper, singer, songwriter, uh, record producer, and actor from Cleveland, Ohio. He does everything. He has widely been recognized as an influence on several hip-hop and alternative acts. Such as? Cuddy's first full-length project, a mixtape entitled A Kid Named Cuddy in 2008, caught the attention of American rapper-producer Kanye West, who signed Cuddy to his Good Music label imprint in late 2008. All right. Not two geniuses here. I don't know that. This ain't, I don't this know is anything not, this about is not quite the, the Almond Brothers. You don't know anything about what? I don't know intelligence IQ numbers for either of them. So I am not going to say what you have just said. It could be it could be that they are in fact two geniuses. If that's being a genius, ignorance is bliss. It, it could be. I don't know, but uh, you know. Kid Cudi is a, somehow a, a big deal to Bill and Ted, and so he is. is Kid Cudi, he is featured in that in that movie. Um, how about the Karate Kid? How about the Flamingo? How why does he call himself the Flamingo Kid? Who are you talking about? Kid Cudi. What kind of name him, is that in this day and age? He calls himself. The, I thought King Cudi was what he called himself. King Cudi. Oh, Kid Cudi. I'm sorry. Kid so, Cudi. Yeah. Sounds like he's such. That sounds like something you feed to a goat. What are you? Why? Are you, what are you saying? The flamingo kid. I don't see that anywhere. I'm saying, what kind of name is that, Kid Cuddy? Oh, uh, you know, it's what kind of name is Ice Cube? The kind of name you come up with in the '80s. Now, what do you come up with, you kid, kid, you kid? This is all you got, Kid Cuddy. It's this day and age. That's the name. His name is Scott. Ramon Seguro Mescudi. How many fucking names? Hey. Oh, Mescudi. Mescudi. Mescudi? No. What's he, Italian? His last name is M-E-S-C-U-D-I. Mescudi. So it's Kid Cuddy. Cuddy is part of his real last name. Uh, He was born in 1984 in Cleveland, Ohio. And he is the youngest of four children with two brothers, Domingo and Dean, and a sister, Maisha. All right, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Who was the target audience for this movie? Oh. Now, is this... Are kids going to go see this? This is a movie that kids are going to go see? Uh, I mean, it's... it's it, They might. Who are they trying to sell Kid Cudi to? Oh, I, I don't know. Because I, it ain't working for me. You're, you are so caught up on Kid Cudi that you're not... Uh, well, they made it seem like he was some big deal. And they're like, Kid Cudi. I'm like, 
what? Who is? What I is, mean, I hate to say it, Dave, but perhaps but we are how about Flav, out of yeah. of uh, what is how about Flavor Flav? Well, no. I, I think Flavor Flav is older than us. Exactly. That would be the <laughs> irony of the movie. There's nothing. Kid Cuddy. Why don't they just have fucking uh, some guy who was Justin Bieber's, you know, bottle giver? Well, you know, it's funny. When I was reading, I, I don't know if it's Save the Cat is the book I was reading or if it was some other movie-based, uh, you know, how to, how, to, how to have a surefire hit kind of a thing. Uh one of the things they said is that you should have, you know, very young people in your movie. Like, the star should be, like, 16 to 20 Yeah, tell that to the Sunshine Boys. No, but I'm saying that, you know, I think that's why, instead of Bill and Ted being the sole uh, plot, there's also this major subplot of their 16, 17-year-old daughters so um, I, that that is what I kind of didn't dig right away because it was like it was uh, it was lame Ola. It was like it was kind of like woke Bill and Ted, like you know these girls, these sixteen-year-old girls are going to sweep in and and save the day. Spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, you know, I don't know. It was a little too woke for me. This movie was atrocious. It was kind of atrocious. And it was... Uh, who, who, wait a second. Yeah. Who played Jimi Hendrix? Oh, I don't know. Do you... Uh, let's see. Because I think I'm going to hunt that person down. Why? Don't person. say that. That's not... He, he. He's an actor who went out for a role. Yeah, you know what? And he happened to get yeah, it. Yeah, guess what? What? You don't go for that role. You don't look anything like him. You don't act like him. You don't even know... It's countless. Dazman Still. Oh, well, that, that's is, a good name. Is known for his work on Bill and Ted Face the Music, Manifest, and Bull. Dazman. Dazman? It might be Dazman. You imagine having a kid and you were like, we're clearly going to name this person Jasmine. This is before they had tests to see if they could be a boy or girl. No, it's not spelled anything like Jasmine. Like, oh, Jasmine. No, it's a boy. Uh, uh. No. Uh, how about Dasman? No, it's not spelled like that. Dasman? You're out of your mind, Dave. What's it's not all like what you think. Oh, so Dasman is something co- is a common name that I just never heard of? No, but it, he could have <clears throat> just named himself that. It's D-A-Z-M-A-N-N. Yeah, I'm Jazzman. Like the da- like the Daz band. Dasman. Dasman. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, he played Jimi Hendrix. Uh, I don't oh, know. You know what? Okay. This is the thing. Let me jump around for a second. Yeah, but you know what? You've got... Okay, whatever. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix meets Amadeus. Is that who they had? They had Mozart. Mozart and they had yeah. Louis Armstrong. Exactly. Isn't, and some, isn't Mozart the same as Amadeus? Okay. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Wolfgang. Isn't that uh, Beethoven? I think it was a common name. Everybody's a Wolfgang. All right. But now there's the thing. Okay. Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. couldn't play those classical riffs. That's not what... Jimi Hendrix was not Eddie Van Halen or Steve Vai. So the motherfucker's throwing at, at Jimi licks completely out of his vocabulary. Mm. And he's just spouting back as if all of a sudden he's got the chops of Steve Vai. Well, uh, you know, get your history straight. Jimi Hendrix didn't play like that. You know, it was really... It was odd to me that... 
and I, you know, I hate to sound like, uh, well, whatever I'm about to sound like, but out of all the the musicians they went back in time to get, only one was a white person, and he was clearly, you know, they were making him to seem uh, somewhat. Why wouldn't you get Keith, You wouldn't get Keith Moon on drums. Yeah, why would you get a a, a, a bushman, a black caveman? Because they're racists. They're, but they were. It, it was so. That's what I'm saying. It was woke. It's Bill so, and Ted. Yeah, they're so woke. They don't realize that they're so racists. It's well, but it's 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 off putting. It's it's too woke, and it's it's. It bothered me about the movie because it was like, why? Why are you? Why are you shoehorning in? Because when you intentionally go out of your way to do that, you are truly racist. Yes, it's it's you. It 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 kind of you are. It's like, uh, look at we're going to show you how woke we are. You know, insisting that you have these stereotypes filled makes you the stereotypical yeah, racist. It doesn't need to be. Uh, it doesn't need to be some. Chinese uh, pan flute. Why couldn't it have been Zamfir? If you wanted a flautist of some sort, why couldn't you have Zamfir? That would have been fucking hysterical. I'm going Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. It could have been Ian Anderson, but it could have been Zamfir. It could have been somebody else. But John Tesh on keyboards. That would that would have been hysterical because he's not passed away. Yeah, and, and he's other, not doing anything. And he, we could have had him be so tall that his head was out of frame the whole time. That could have been fucking hysterical. And now the thing about this movie is, it was a missed opportunity after missed opportunity. If you wanted a guitar player who could have played classical riffs, he should have been a young Eddie Van Halen. Yep. Jimi Hendrix, a guy who doesn't look anything like him. Or act like him. Or if you want to get, like, you know, or go and get, what's his name? Uh, Louis Armstrong. Django. Django Reinhardt. So, you know what I mean? You want to do something really interesting and get people to to really perk up? Here, why don't you introduce them to this this person that not everyone has heard of? Why is it Jimi Hendrix? And is, I, I didn't realize what, Dave, what Dave's, the Dave... The point Dave is making is that it, it was incorrect. Like he wasn't, he would not play that way. Dave would know that. I wouldn't, but and I, he wouldn't. He, he couldn't. He couldn't pay, so play that way. So I mean, honestly, it, it's woke. Bill and Ted and, get the best guitar player. He wasn't even the best guitar. It's nonsense. I mean, you love Jimi Hendrix. That's, that's, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I celebrated his fucking. I you know, I know the day he died. Yes. Because we used to commemorate it every day, every year, every day. I'm high. I'm retarded. Okay. I'm just saying. I know September September 18th is is the day that the man passed away. All right. How many people working on that movie knew that fact? I'm just. This is what I'm saying. It was. It was too woke, and it's not worth money to pay to see. Um, It's if you're really anti woke shit and you don't want shit like that shoved down your throat then you are not going to appreciate this. I mean, it was just the fact that they had these 16-year-old girls. You know, I look, I would have been happy with Bill and Ted. Just Bill and Ted schlepping around, uh, doing their thing as older dudes. They don't need a torch past. They're, they don't need extra stuff. So it's what's like, the story with them? They're, are they uh, they're retarded? They're actually reta- retarded just, people. No, no. I think they're just like stoner dudes that well, just stayed in that. There was no, 
there's no weed in, at all in this movie. That's now true. Now I don't smoke weed. And what happened? The daughters is just retarded as well. Yeah. They never smoke weed. I don't see any weed in the whole movie. Uh, and let's just back it up now. That's true. There was no, there, was there any drug use at all or any? I don't think so. Uh, just go. back it up for a second. Okay. Now, Alex Winter? Yes. What has he done for me lately? <clears throat> I think he's I think he's a Montclair, New Jersey guy. I think Well, I appreciate that, but what has he been in? Is he a behind the scenes? Is he direct? Uh, let's see. Cause I gotta tell you, I don't like the way he looks. He does direct. You're right. You're hundred percent right. I don't he's like him looking at like a fifty year old. Well, he, he, he looks he's disturbing looking. Because okay, I'm not familiar with him. It's not like, oh, he's that lovable guy. To me, it's just some weirdo. Well, you know what? It might be just because you haven't seen him lately, but I didn't, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have that same reaction. It was off-putting. And speaking of which, Keanu looks horrible. That, that look. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cut the hair, bro. It looks like... Uh, Cut the hair. It looks like our friend Alex Winter the pride of Montclair, New Jersey, has just recently directed a documentary about Frank Zappa. This is the number we always play when people ask us to play more because we know that after we play this, they couldn't possibly ever want to hear us again. We were loud, we were coarse, and we were strange. He had so much talent, it despite everything. You insist on very high and exacting standards. I think if you shoot any lower than that, you're going to wind up with something sleazy. Watch out where the huskies go. Don't you eat that yellow snow. He was just writing all the time. He wouldn't stop. He heard things a particular way, and then he tried to manifest them in the world. Each show was like a composition. was considered the Pied Piper of Laurel Canyon. Any kind of rock star, especially the British guys who came to town, wanted to meet Frank. I haven't heard anything like it before or since. Frank embodied everything. You couldn't say, oh yeah, that's rock and roll, because it wasn't. It's jazz, no, it's pop music, no. Well, what the hell is it? It's Zappa. Hey there, people, I'm Bobby Brown. The Parents Music Resource Center wants a labeling system. Frank became the go-to person because nobody else in the record industry showed up. And my name is Bobby Brown. We live in a country where we're supposed to be free. We supposedly have democracy. Here, what do we do? Sit around and go, hmm. He was on a mission, and he was going to accomplish that mission no matter what. I am in the process to see if it's possible for me to run for president in the United States. It's time for a revolution. At every point in his life, he was trying to do the best thing that he could to have no regrets. Don't waste your time. So well, maybe we'll good. give that a check. Uh, uh, that, that I appreciate. I would like to see that ASAP. Mm -hmm. uh, let me tell you, I would like to see that ASAP. Exactly. Okay. Now, the thing is, look. You're telling me that Keanu is attractive with that that look. I look like a weirdo. Okay, I'm going to say this. Keanu Reeves does look more attractive with facial hair. That is, that is what it is. He but it's a crew cut right now. Okay. The other thing is that um, 
Everyone's getting older, including you and me. Yeah. Cut your hair. Unless you're Robert Plant, cut your hair. Uh, Robert Plant, I don't want to see without hair. But everyone else, you can cut it. Okay. So, uh, I mean, everyone's getting older, and uh, that's just something you have to live with. You and I are getting older. Yeah, I cut my hair. Looks way better. Jimmy Page, cut his hair. Much better. Look, if you're going to worship the devil, you got to have short hair. Are you worshiping the devil? No, when, but I'm uh, saying even Jimmy Page knows to cut his hair. I see. Man has priorities is what I'm saying. I don't know that cutting his hair is a priority. Maybe he just does it. When he's not kidnapping 14-year-old girls? Perhaps that's what okay. is happening. Good. Fair enough. Uh, but anyway, I mean, look, Bill and Ted have long hair. Bill and Ted, I don't care. I, I don't, I, I just as being someone who is not nearly as attractive as I was 20 years ago. Whoa, I would like to counter that. <laughs> I am not going to sit here and um, All right. shit on Bill and Ted for how they look uh, in their 50s. There's I'm just a, not going to do it. There's one redeeming quality to this movie. Uh-huh. The opening scene. Which was the, which opening scene was that? I believe when uh, Bill starts throat singing. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes. that was truly funny. And then, he, then the theremin. Ready, Bill. Ready, Ted. One, two. One, two, three, four. All that was Dude, quite funny. the opening funny. scene is very funny. So if they just had something after that, maybe they just used that one scene to get backers and then they didn't have a movie after it. Because the opening scene was good, and, uh, and the, then it went downhill. The opening rapidly. scene um, is kind of like the they're like the stepbrothers exactly. when they're when they're doing their little gig. But stepbrothers was a brilliant fucking so, movie. Stepbrothers is a fucking funny movie. If this could have been more like that, but look, and I like time travel movies. I'm a, I'm all about time travel. If you've listened to this podcast before, okay. Can we not hey. run around the house like maniacs, hey, please? Scamper. Okay, what's happening over there? What is happening? It's a three-way shit fest. What's going on? A dog and two cats running around? Yeah. Are they playing? Yes. Maggie thinks she's hoarding. Mag, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> Maggie's controlling the cat. Maggie, can you not control the cats, honey? Can you please leave them be? Can you be sweet, honey? Honestly? Apparently, no is the answer to that. So, um, the first opening scene, yes, is it's hysterical, and it's almost. It, I think that's why the rest of the movie is a, more of a letdown because it 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 doesn't maintain that first three or four minutes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, I will say that there seems to be a lot of green screen going on. Oh, is that right? Yeah, when they go into the future and talk to the great ones or whatever, it's 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 green screen and it's it's there's some like if you look at Keanu's hair, um, it's not done like when say Marvel uses it in Avengers or something. That shit is meticulously worked. Uh-huh. There you just you do not see that there's green screen. You're not even, it doesn't even come into your mind for a half a second. When it's done perfectly, it's, you know, you're, it's it's not noticeable. But when it's not, 
it's it's unkind. It's it doesn't look very good at all. And um, this this kind of had its moments where it was like that. So I I understand it's a much lower budget movie, but how much worse build a set for fuck's sake? How much worse is this movie than the last one or the first one? The first Bill and Ted? Yeah. Oh, I would say the first Bill and Ted is a classic. And it's better than this one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. This one is... Look at... This is... This is the same thing that happened with The Last Predator, where they just... They got got woke. and And when you are forcing wokeness into entertainment, you're... It's a... It's a... It puts you off. It's a turn off. Is this movie made in China? All of a sudden, I'm like, uh, you know, like I uh, once I realize I'm being, you know, there's an agenda and, and it's not even in the background. Um, that's what you start looking for, and you and you're out of the movie and you're not gonna laugh. You're because you're annoyed. You're annoyed that you're spending time watching something that is trying to teach you some fucking lesson. Uh, and I'm not I'm not down for that. I don't want that. Um, it's it's this. It's the Predator. It's apparently the new Spider-Man uh, game. Spider-Man. There's a new Spider-Man game on. I guess it's for PS5. I'm not sure. Uh, and you get to you unlock a certain character, and in that when you unlock it, it brings you to this you know this place, uh, this you know. S- area and you're standing in front of a building that has a huge black lives matter poster on it and it's infuriating to the gaming community oh my fucking god man like what type of whack ass she's looking at this whack ass shit like they fucking like that was their excuse to try to throw that in there right was some fucking random, hey, thank you, Black Lives Matter. Like, what? Oh, my God, man. Fucking dog shit ass. So, I had to, to get the ANCAP suit. I had to fucking go through. I mean, I should web this stupid shit up. Blow it up. They didn't pay for that. They go through all the trouble of unlocking whatever. It's the outfit. I don't know. I don't have the game. I'm certainly not going to play the game now. Uh, they will not be getting my money. But, uh, you know, so now they're forcing Black Lives Matter as, uh, you know, when you are unlocking the special ability, skin, whatever it is. That's on the side of a building. And and gamers are angry. They don't want Spider-Man to be part of some fucking agenda. They just want him to be Spider-Man. I heard if you go into Spider-Man's apartment, you go into a room, and they play Roots backwards over and over again. It's, uh, I don't know. Anyway, there's too much woke shit happening, and I'm glad we did not rent this movie for the 20 bucks they wanted on YouTube. I'm damn happy. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Because we almost watched this movie two or three weeks ago. And more more like a couple of months ago. Oh, is that true? Yes. Okay. I'm my I'm I rarely know what day it is anymore. But Bill and Ted suck ass. It was a ninety it was a it was a buy for twenty five, I think, and a rent for twenty. Yeah, buy. 
It was bye bye. <laughs> and we were like, oh no, we're not. Uh uh-uh. uh, that's that's way too much money. And I'm so happy that we didn't, because that's unacceptable. They kept it for a time. They took away from us. They took away for other time. So I mean, I'm gonna. T- and you know what? The same thing happened, I believe, with uh, Super Troopers too, right? We didn't like that because it was too weirdly woke and unfunny. Well, we did a whole... It was one of our first podcasts. You know what? And uh, we both were very disappointed in the Super Troopers too. I do recall not liking it, but I don't remember why. And I also know that reminds me that they had the other movie, Beer Fest or whatever. But Beer League... Oh, Beer League. Now, that's much better. The Artie uh, Lang movie, Beer League. Uh, we should give that an honorable mention. For Artie DeVanzo. Oh, nice hustle, Artie. <laughs> life has always been a swing. What are killing us. You and a miss. Look at yourself. You're an unemployed drunk. And you still live with your mother. I made tiramisu. You kids want some. No, Mom. Go back inside. I see you on the field, loser. Next year, one of you teams is going to have to play in a different league. You jerk decided on the field. Hey, are we done here? Because I'm losing my buzz. Step up. Oh, nice. oh, oh, like a team. Shape up. Oh, oh. oh, my dear Lord. And sober up. How about a toast? Huh? Artie Lack. What do you say you take one for the team right now? Huh? Ralph Macchio. You sweat when you eat. So do Babe Ruth. Artie Lang's Beer League. What do you guys want? I have an egg white omelet made with very little oil, dry wheat toast, and grapefruit juice. You know, in Massachusetts, that order could legally marry a dude. <laughs> you know, if you put a construction helmet on that order, it could join the village people. <laughs> Don't waste time on Bill and Ted. Go back and watch Beer League. That's amusing. Beer League is probably the funniest low-budget comedy movie uh you've seen in a long time. That's I mean, I think the first Super Troopers, of course, is ridiculously funny. and But Beer League, I think it was probably even cheaper. I mean, I guess I could look it up, but... It's quite amusing. It's very funny. It's very... And Artie is playing Artie. And uh, I gotta be honest, I really thought that was... I, that had a lot of laughs in it. Dave was just watching it the other day. What were you watching it on Pluto TV or something? That mm, Roku or Roku channel? Mm-hmm. Just some freebie place, and it was very and it was unedited, right? Yeah, it had the swear words in it. Swear words. Swears, curses, cusses. Soft drinks. Swear Soft words. drinks. What? What? You know, cursing, soda, soft drink, swear words. You know, different words for the same thing. Cursing and swear words and soft drinks and soda. Oh, I thought you were trying to make a soda jerk reference that oh, I wasn't wait. getting. I'm bringing it back. Okay. <laughs> Somebody has to, apparently. That's the art of comedy. You go, you reference, you call back. It's a callback. So, yeah, apparently Alice Winters has done uh, a few documentaries. So I'm kind of interested in the Zappa documentary. You're a huge fan of Zappa. I am. I'm not a huge fan, but... Um, I'm pretty much musically illiterate, I would say. Hey, take it ish. You can play Desperado. I used to be able to play the first opening chords of Desperado, and I think that was my greatest musical accomplishment. Not just the chords, but the melody as well. What was that, Sandman? Mr. Sandman. No, that was my Desperado, (laughs) you son of a bitch. (laughs) 
so I'm, I'm going to say with great confidence that you will not like Bill and Ted. Uh, if you are listening to this podcast, you will really not like Bill now, and Ted face no, music. No one will like Bill and Ted. The only people who might like Bill and Ted are like eight years old. There's no way anyone likes Bill and Ted, this new movie. This is not likable. Yeah, I just... It, uh, it, it just what is it, for instance, what does it got on the Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, you mean what is their score? Hey, the what's the score Tomats? on the Rotten Tomatoes? The Rotten Tomatoes... The critics give it an 82%. 82% of what? They hate it? 82% love it. And the audience gives it a 71%. Well... And that is why we have a problem in America today. Yes, it is. Uh, I. It is not. I don't even know. This what movie, to say. I would say. Well, wait a second. This is. So does that mean it was seventy-one percent? Does that mean that twenty-nine percent of the people don't like it? Or yes. Yeah. Well, then add me in there. Okay. Now it's thirty percent. Uh, and on IMDb, they give it a six point one. Which I think is even a little high. A little high. I would I would give this a five point three out of ten. Uh, yeah, I would give it a. I would give it a five. Okay, it's I'm pretty not fucking boring shitty, you? man. You're so are you tired? I'm tired of Bill and Ted. That's <laughs> fucking crap. Okay. Well, that's that's fine. That's that's fine. Um. It was really, oh, man, just a bad movie. It's yeah. I mean, and I, I. It's not only bad. It's it's almost like, just terrible. It's they, it's like they waited thirty years and they came back just with shit. You wait thirty years and you come back with crap, and the whole thing looks like crap. It's like it's just ugh. I I mean, look. There was fifteen minutes worth of a movie there that might have been wa- worth watching. I I like Keanu Reeves. I like Alex Winter. Uh, I think they uh, the I think the personality of Bill and Ted is always fun. That those guys are just you know that does not translate to middle aged people. Well, I mean, I I think that that, that whatever that's. I mean, Cheech and Chong didn't make a movie when they were senior citizens. It's just it's not happening. They might. It'll be terrible. It will absolutely be terrible, unless Larry David directs it. the The point is, is that the I don't love the script, I don't love the wokeness, and um, I, it's the the some of the production value is poopy. So, uh, yeah, five point three out of ten. I think this is the lowest rated. Uh, nope, nope. I gave Crash, I think, a three or something. Crash, it's hard out here for a pimp. Yeah, I think I gave that like a. a... Everybody loves Terrence. You seem to love him, and you always bring up ice cream. I forget why. The man likes to eat ice cream oh, okay. in his scenes. He must he must say, you know what? I got something I do. <laughs> it adds a little flair to the scene. Let me have ice cream. Because when he's chill, when he's eating ice cream, he gets this smile on his face. Yet he's up to no good. At As the same we all time. do, we all get that same smile on little, our face. Little mischief, the, the mischief of Terrence Howard and his ice cream eating. <laughs> uh, 
So, yeah. Basically, quite, quite frankly, uh-huh. Terrence Harrod and Matt Dillon together, now that is my dream cast. And that happened. That has happened in reality, okay? Oh, that was that uh, Twin Pines? Yes. That was a good show. That was good. That was a very good show. Good combination right there. Oh, my God. No wonder you loved the show. I loved it because it was, it was weird and wonderful. I'm and waiting for a black version of Tex. What do you think? We'll call it. Uh, Will it be starring <clears throat> Kid Cuddy? No. Why not? He seems to be popular. All right. We'll give him a shot. He seems to be po- I don't know why he's just in that I, movie. I want that Alfonso Ribieri kid. Oh, God. I think he could do it. I heard he doesn't mean Michael Jackson. Let me tell you something. Dave has been on this weird <laughs> kick where he is on the Roku channel watching pilots of 70s and 80s shows. Oh, just that the Ribier- pilots. That Ribieri is something else. And, Ribeiro. Uh, well, that wasn't a pilot. Was that? That wasn't the pilot. That was season three, episode one. Okay, that, that was, was an exception. The, that was the introduction of Alfonso Ribeiro in Silver Spoons. Oh, man. He came on strong. A little too strong, some might say. It yeah, was, I'm talking about it that way. I, uh, Dave is watching these shows, and he's like literally just sitting in a chair and watching these terrible shows that do not hold up as the years go by. They are not good. I don't think they held up then. I swear, this is the thing. They didn't hold up then. That's why 90 percent of these sitcoms and TV shows were terrible, and then occasionally one would come along that was groundbreaking, like Hill Street Blues. That's not a was sane elsewhere. I understand, but I'm talking about comedy shows. Oh, but I mean, just TV in general it was it was a crap, crap, crap shoot, crap after all crap, and then occasionally you had a gold nugget in there. Yeah, like Hill Street Blues. You love Hill Street Blues. I could go on about it. Now let me tell you about Dennis Franz. Oh, never mind. Uh, anywho, so that's what Dave's into. I think you, I caught you watching Silver Spoons. Man, that is terrible. Uh, now, Ricky Schroeder, he's like a, the prototype for Justin Bieber. Yeah, I think Ricky, Sh- Ricky Schroeder was the reason that that show was uh, even a thing. Like, because girls my age would watch for, <clears throat> well, I don't, I don't know if they were my age at that you know, 13 or 14-year-old girls. I, re- I don't remember how old I was. Well, let me tell you, when I saw Champ, that had a lasting imprint on me. Yes, because he was very good. He Champ. was like, uh, I think... John Voight we're talking about, right? I, was no, it... I'm just kidding. Was it John Voight? Yeah, he was in there, but you were talking about Ricky. Oh. Anyway, um... John Voight. Okay. Anyway. That man is a class act. <sighs> Am I right? John Voight? Yeah, we like John Voight. Yes, of course we do. But you are all over the place. Well, what? when it comes to John Voight, how can you not be? Okay. Midnight Midnight Cowboy. Okay, are you just yelling out things now? Rated X. That movie was rated X. It was? Yeah, because of a scene depicting a priest and a homosexuality with a, pro- a prostitute. That, ga- that garnered it an X rating. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, the priest is literally liking supermodel or topless models. Yeah, something about the Pope doing that. I don't know. Something in a dress. Something in a dress. Uh, times have changed. The times they are changing. They've, but they've changed too quickly, and it seems like this being a forced change. Well, and let me tell you something. Uh, should raise, that should raise. Uh, Back in the twenties, things were getting a little crazy, and then you, and then they, uh, cr- they cracked down. And, and had a little bit of a, a reinstatement of uh, uh, what's it called? 
guidelines. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can see that in the Betty Boop cartoons. I mean, isn't Betty Boop a big ass? Yeah, she, that her... bitch was terrible. I hated her. No, but her isn't her face an ass and her lips are her asshole? Hey now. Isn't uh, that what it is? I think so. Okay. Why did you say hey now? Like I was saying something. I don't know. That sounds risque. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it sounds it because it was it. The whole thing is insanity. Now, they allowed that, and then they had to cut back and dress her a little more appropriately. But her, she was still an ass with an asshole well, That's what I'm saying. That's a metaphor of what's going on today. I understand. I really don't. You can, you can dress it up how you want. Underneath it is still an ass with lips. I see. Excellent. So, um, Dave and I have finally gotten good internet. Right? Good internet. Like really good internet. It's pretty good. Um, hundreds of hundreds of megabits, uploads, and downloads. So uh, we went from being, I think, uh probably the worst internet or some of the worst internet we had dsl with terrible terrible upload and download and uh now we have amazing internet so we are going to start putting together my dream of an online radio station uh are you upset by it that i'm i'm letting the cat out of the bag no. Okay. So if you have a radio show that uh, you want to perhaps uh, get on the air, give us a, send us an email and we will take a listen and see if it fits with what we want to do. But we already bought the URL. It's macradio.com. I don't think there's anything there yet. I have to uh, put that together. But very soon, we will be broadcasting um, music, old shows, your shows, your music, uh, movie reviews. We don't know yet. We're still all putting it all together. I'm pretty psyched about it. We'll give it a go for a year, see how it works. Um I think it's going to be fun, and uh, hopefully you'll tune in. We'll have more uh, information as we, we get ready to launch it. But right now we're just in the very early stages, but I'm very psyched about it. MacRadio.com Now, if you want to be a DJ, there's only a $1,500 startup fee. That's monthly installments. You pay $1,500 a month to me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> to we're going to get you on here. You get to play some of your records over there. I mean, you know. Uh, you, like, you got the kinks. You I'm like not. Kinks. Uh, what are you into Bob Dylan? We don't play that shit. Stop that. What? Only Bob Dylan will play in is you got to serve somebody, right? Because that's the one where he's a Christian. This is Christian radio coming at you, fucker. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about, but we it's certainly... The angry, it's angry Christian radio. Okay, I don't think there's such a thing as angry Christian radio, but uh, if you are... There is a niche. That's okay. a niche. If you are an angry Christian and you want to do an angry, angry Christian radio hour once a week... 1,500. Uh, no, no, not 1,500. Uh, let us know, 
and uh, we will try and figure it out. Try to hunch. work you in. Fifteen hunch. We gotta f- try to figure out the schedule. This is all brand new, so we yeah. don't have any concrete plans other than we're definitely doing it. We bought the URL. Uh, I've signed up someplace that uh, will let us do the music and can't the- fit you in, Beb. What? Can't squeeze you in, Beb. Got too many DJs, Beb. Price is going up. Still growing up, Beb. If you have a record, yeah, you want to pay me two grand, Beb. What? Yes, two grand now. What? You got to pay two grand if you want to get that record played. <sighs> what? Am I exasperating? I want. Yeah, you are exasperating. You've and it's been this way for how long have we been married now? Too long. Too long, Beb. Is it twenty-two years? I don't know, Beb. Okay. The bells are here, Beb. Yeah, you know who I hate? Bells. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> If you have a, a, a record, a radio show, uh, or you're thinking about starting a radio show, or you want a, not even a whole show, you have five minutes you want to do every week or and once we'll a month. We'll, we'll reveal your stuff. Whatever it not is. Not everybody's getting on the air over here. You that's, have, that's true. Not every, and look, if it's not great. Uh, ain't going to promote your crap. Okay. You know what? We have some fucking standards. Thankfully, Dave. Harry Reisner, okay? Okay. okay. Yeah. Dave. Cronkite. We're gonna we're, we'll let it all in and we'll see what we'll see what we get sent. Oh, we'll let it in, all right. The problem is it's not getting out. All right. Uh, anyway, you can you can send your uh, your ideas, your samples, your tapes, your links to middleagecoolkids at gmail dot com, and uh, we will go through them, or I will go through them. Oh no, she won't. Maybe we'll do Dave's reaction to those things. I got a fine tooth comb. Dave, uh, Dave has a ton of reaction videos on uh, th- our YouTube channel, which is... Uh, Go to findtoothcomb.com. Just have to look up either Mac Podcast or Same Chick, um, and you can find our channel, uh, the icon, the logo, the profile pic, whatever you want to call it, looks like a Marlboro cigarette pack. Oh, don't uh, tell anybody that. I think they know. Uh-huh. I think it's not a... <laughs> oh, it's a secret. It's not subliminal. It's exactly what it looks like. So, uh, and neither of us smoke. At least I don't smoke anymore. Have uh, you ever been to Winston, North Carolina? I th- I've been through there. Did you smell the tobacco? It smells like that in Virginia, too. Richmond, That's Virginia. right. They're growing that tobacco. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. This has been episode number 97. You can catch up with all of our episodes at uh, middleagecoolkids.com or macpodcast.com. Send in your ideas or your uh, auditions or whatever um, to middleagecoolkids at gmail.com. Uh, we're very excited that Mac Radio is, is a thing and it's going to happen very soon. Anything else you'd like to say, Dave? No, I think I've said enough. I agree. All right. We will catch you next time, America. America. Bye, Nancy. It's time for a revolution.